Welcome to another episode of the Sharing Time podcast, and we're back. This is another Christmas episode, with Christmas being so exciting. We are your hosts. I'm Sean Rapier. I'm Ken Craig. And uh, tonight we're going to be going through the awesome world of Christmas presents. Who does not love Christmas presents? Communists. (laughs) (laughs) Atheists. I think even atheists and probably even communists enjoy Christmas presents. That's true. I've seen... I've seen enough Christmas specials to see how a present melts a heart. Yes, a present makes that happen. Sometimes the greatest present is love. Mr. Kruger's Christmas taught me that. (laughs) Just a little bit of attention, a little bit of love. So to our audience out there, here's what we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear if you have a favorite present. Uh, if you have a least favorite present ever that you had to be gracious about, <laughs> if you've ever had a present bomb that you've offered to your kids, uh, just any experiences you've had at Christmas with presents. So, Ken, you want to start us off? Can you think of anything in the past that... Uh, oh, when I was a kid, the earliest Christmas I remember was... So I was six when Star Wars came out. Oh, yeah. The yeah. next uh, Christmas, when I was seven... I got, Santa brought me the Death Star. The Death Star. And so we would go to bed and, uh, and we would get up in the morning and Santa had come and things would just be laid out around the, around yeah. the room, around the right. tree. So I remember I could not sleep because this is what I had asked for. And I got up sometime around, I don't know what it was, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I creep down the stairs. <laughs> I look in the room, you know, the Christmas trees lit up the Christmas lights are everywhere and there is my death star. I went up, got my Star Wars figures, brought them downstairs, <laughs> played with the death star for a while, cleaned it up, went back to bed. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Came kid. down in the morning. What is this? <laughs> you know, acting so surprised. It was I mean, it was just my mind was blown. This 7-year-old oh. kid has can still remember to me it was that was the excitement of a christmas present still to this day i just remember just i could not wrap my mind around how how excited i was i was just gonna explode i was so excited so Sad. when did when did your parents finally realize that you had come down early oh i've i never told them well now the whole <laughs> world knows hi mom <laughs> hey mom sorry about that yeah yeah Oh, that's so fun. You know, it's it's funny. Ken is a writer. And I'll take this moment to say, if you're looking for a Christmas present for someone, (laughs) might I recommend Ken's new book? It's called Faith, Fatherhood, and Food, uh, a decade of personal essays by Ken Craig. And uh, it's available on Amazon. It's a fantastic book. Uh, It's a great price. And it's a Big book, Ken. It's yeah, two, it's two hundred fifty pages. Two hundred fifty pages. How so. did I do that? I know, Ken. It's amazing you had that much to write about. But faith, fatherhood, and food—a decade of personal essays can be bought on Amazon. This is the ultimate Christmas present wow, this thanks, year. Sean. Go and buy a copy of Ken's new book. Uh, when you were describing, and it made me think because you're such a good writer. When you were describing what it's like to be a kid coming downstairs. There's something about that just excitement. Oh, yeah, and I remember right. that walking downstairs and the way our stairs were, 
you know, there was kind of a little half wall at the top. So we couldn't see the living room until about step number seven. Oh, yeah. And it was coming into view. Yeah. It was like a, it was like it was cinematic. It was so <laughs> awesome. And then the way our living room is, we have a landing that looks, we do Christmas in this room that uh-huh. we're recording in. And so from the landing, as the kids oh, turn yeah. the corner, we always tell them not to look, and we always see them looking out of the corner <laughs> of their eyes, you know, because it's just so, so exciting. I I got a construction set. It was a building set, and it was metal pieces that you could that you could screw together and make things, and it came with a motor. It had oh, like an yeah. actual motor that you could make a little car that went back and forth. I don't know why that stands out to me as as maybe the best. The ultimate Christmas. Yeah, that. And then youth. probably when I was 10 years old, I remember this so well. We, we, I don't remember what age I was, but nine or 10. I just remember I wanted a new bike. And there was a bike that I wanted. It was a mongoose. If you remember, oh, you're, yeah. we're about the same age. Yeah, the yeah. mongoose. Was everything, the ultimate, yeah. and it had the the goose neck, and it had the little V bar, and it had yeah. the pads, and it it had everything, and it had the coolest wheels I had ever seen, and that mongoose was everything, and I was so we got done with presents, I had gotten a lot. My parents always went big on Christmas. We had gotten a whole lot, and then but no mongoose, and my my dad said, "Hey, that's it," and I'm sitting there going, "You don't." You don't need it. You're fine. We had a great Christmas, whatever. And my dad goes, wait a minute, Sean, what, what's behind the couch? Go look behind the couch. And I went and looked behind the couch and I was too old to cry, but I just started bawling <laughs> sheer joy because there was this silver and red mongoose bike. Yeah. Oh, my little BMX heart was so happy. <laughs> if you're just joining us on Facebook live, please, uh, We'd love to hear your stories of your favorite uh, present, if you remember a specific present that was special, or your least favorite Christmas present, or something, <laughs> a funny story that you have sharing Christmas presents with kids. We would love it. Have, have you ever bought, uh, have you ever bought a, a present for kids that have flopped? Um, I, nothing, nothing jumps out at me. I'm sure you'll probably know about it in about 20 years. They'll tell you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't, I can remember this. This was a gift. It's kind it was kind of a, not, I shouldn't say it was a flop, but it was definitely a, uh, um, gift of the Magi moment. So two years ago with my wife, Katie and I, we had been sometime in October, we had been out for dinner down in uh, downtown Provo, and we walked past this store here. It's not there anymore, but it was a, it here, was called here. here. Here is no longer not here. Here, and it was a lot of local <laughs> local stuff. And uh, we were walking around in the store before dinner, and we saw this painting. It was a Brian Kershiznik painting, mm. and it was called. And uh, it had this couple snuggled up, trying to sleep in in bed, and at the foot of the bed was like ten kids, mm. and very autobiographical for yeah. for us right we have eight kids and we and uh and it was called the splendid this splendid inconvenience oh that's and beautiful. um and so katie saw it first and she kind of nudged me over and we looked at it and we both just kind of started crying i knew in that moment i was going to buy it for, yeah, for christmas so sure. i didn't want her to see any credit card statement anything like that so i actually went and donated plasma for cash several times to get cash because this was not a cheap painting 
And um, <laughs> so Christmas morning, I've got it wrapped up. It's behind the tree. I'm so excited to give it to her. And uh, she goes, I want to give you, you know, my gift first. I'm like, okay. She walks over with the identical packaging. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and so she gives it to me. And I open it up, and I'm just staring at it. It is the Brian Kershiznik painting, the exact oh painting. Oh, my gosh. And she goes, and, and I'm not, I'm expressionless. And so she's like, don't you remember this when we saw it? We both, I was like, yeah. And yeah, she goes, Katie, I, I babysat well. the neighbor's kid for weeks so that I would have the cash, and you wouldn't know that I bought it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, Katie. And I went behind the, the tree, and I pulled out mine, and I said, don't open it. And she was like, Oh my goodness! And so we're both, of course, kind of emotional At about this it. Like point, it was, yeah. The, yeah, it was like a total, total. Uh, you know, I, it's beautiful. I gave my blood so I could buy you this. I, I babysat, and yeah, now we have so two of them. That was kind of a. <laughs> did you, did like, you make well, a quick phone call? What's the return policy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you still there? Here, <laughs> yes. Here, are yeah. You there? So we went down, and they had. Um, initially they were like well we commissioned artists and so i don't think we can take it back but they had not paid on one of them yet so we were able to we were able to swap it but that was kind of a recent like oh my gosh ken that's like a beautiful story yeah it was kind of it was very sweet it was yeah uh, it was very very tender yeah Yeah. no (laughs) gosh i'm like emotional just hearing that If you're just joining us, we just had a bunch of people join on the uh, Facebook Live group. If you're just joining us, if you have a present, we'd also love to hear if there's something you want specifically this year. Oh, You know, if there's something that you want. My my wife is very patient with me. Uh, You know, we're not big into the the gift giving a ton. Right. My wife is very hard to buy for. She's very practical. Uh, doesn't like jewelry, doesn't, you know, I usually end up getting her, she, she cannot get enough winter jackets. So I'm usually at REI. Uh, that's kind of a thing, but I like gadgets. Oh yeah. And every year I kind of get, I start focusing in on one gadget that I want. And this past year it was a, uh, it was this little tiny camera, the Osmo Pro and it was the Osmo, I don't know what it's called, but anyway, DJI makes it. And I watched videos on it for hours. It was expensive, four or 500 bucks or something. And I finally went, this thing is so impractical. And Vanessa one time saw a glimpse of me playing with it. And then all of a sudden it's Christmas morning. Everybody's done with presents. And she says, well, open your main gift. And I open it up and there it is. She got it for me. Wow. And every time I use it, I'm so thrilled because she yeah. got it for me. It's, yeah. We do something interesting with, so we do... We do the Santa, you know, stocking, which is a little knickknack stuff. Uh-huh. That's it. We want to make sure the big gifts, we get the credit for them. <laughs> totally. But, you know, <laughs> we do the same and we want, but there is something uh, on the principle of that, right? They can't, they can't thank Santa, but yeah, they can, they can't but they can hug Santa. their siblings or their parents or so. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. We do something that my mother-in-law started that I just love so much. Uh, and it's great because... Christmas is family. First of all, all of our stockings my aunt made for, she made just a bunch of stockings and gave them to us. So on Christmas Eve, we go through and everybody chooses a stocking. So every year it's different. Oh, Now I might get emotional because our first Christmas together, uh, we were broke as broke could be. Uh, you know, young married couple. I was 22. I was an assistant manager at Old Navy. And working at Old Navy in Southern California, my wife was a student 
and we sold these denim old navy stockings <laughs> and uh the week before christmas they went on clearance for 99 cents and so i went and bought with my employee discount of 40% off i paid 60 cents a piece for these two stockings and we went to the craft store and bought puff paint and we wrote our names on the top of the uh, denim stockings from old navy and uh we put we put our names on them and uh they are still our stockings 25 years later so the kids have these beautiful ones that my aunt sewed and every year my wife and I have our denim old navy stockings it's, <laughs> it's really cool Maddie Tapp says I'm so thankful for Amazon wish lists because I'm the worst at shopping for people I love buying something they already want <laughs> Amazon wish lists have been a game changer with me yeah that's a good point we do for our older kids we've done gift certificates lately yeah that seems to be a lot easier. We do, uh, yeah. For our kids, we've this has been a, for a few years now. And Katie came up with the idea one year, and I was like, I don't know. We can see where we give them uh, a time. We give them time. Huh. So we'll say, here's two hours. You can do whatever you want. And sometimes they'll say, I want, I want our family to go on a hike, or I want our family to go to the water park, or I want our family to go out to dinner at this place, or and they'll pick kind of an event. So that it's not just a thing. That is it's, rad. Yeah. And I was like, okay. We, and it was one year when we didn't have a lot. Well, then the next year, the kids the kids brought it up. Can we do the thing again where we get time and I want to choose this or choose that? And so we've, we've done that now for, three, for four or five years. So. That is beautiful. Yeah. It's kind of a cool. Can they say I want a two-hour flight to LA? <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess there's some no one. No one has planted that thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll I say. keep waiting for them to do that. Then. I will not mention it to the children. Yeah. Well, some, sure. And sometimes it's a movie that's coming out. I want two hours at the new Star Wars movie or whatever, you know, so it's... Uh, I think that is just awesome. And that's that's the joy, right? We did one year that was really fun. Um, I want to say it was last year, in fact. I think it was last year for all of our older kids. We did gift certificates, a couple hundred bucks or whatever, to the outlets at the outlet mall. Oh, yeah. You can actually buy a gift certificate for the whole outlet mall. Oh, really? It's redeemable in any store. Uh, except for vans. <laughs> True story. I have no, humbug vans. <laughs> I have no idea why, but you can actually buy one. Uh, you can get a gift certificate any any store except for vans. And so we bought these for all of the kids. And then as a caveat with it or as an extra bonus, whatever, we said, uh, day after Christmas, tomorrow morning, we're taking you. And it was a couple hundred bucks. The day after Christmas, everything's 50% off, 60% oh, off. Yeah. Buy one, get one. And so we're running around and we ended up doing this big shopping thing and then we all went out to lunch while we were out there at Johnny Rockets and got burgers. Oh, awesome. It was so much more than just the gift, than just the yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's the memories that you're creating. Yeah. Yeah. That was That's pretty awesome. awesome. Again, if you're just joining us, we've had some new people join. We're talking about Christmas presents. Love to hear a Christmas present that you love or a Christmas present that flopped. Something that <laughs> did not quite go as you had hoped. We've done pretty well. Usually when the kids were little... There was one thing they set their sights on, and they made it well known. Uh, one year, <laughs> my son Keaton was desperate for this robotic dinosaur that, uh, you know, all we knew was that it 
you know, it was remote control or it wasn't even remote control. I think you just turn it on and it would, oh, it would respond to commands until you tell it, you know, come here and it would come over and you'd tell it to sit and it would sit back. And then we got it and uh, we found out that uh, it would also belch and break wind. (laughs) (laughs) And this for my children was the single greatest thing that has ever happened. You know, and so we're, you know, that that kind of took the Christmas spirit to, yeah. uh, to new heights, to new <laughs> levels. Yeah, that was fun. We had, uh, when I was a kid, one thing I did not find funny, my father, we, we always did, and my family doesn't do this now, but this is what I grew up doing. You know, we'd have multiple presents sitting out, and then there'd be more out the next day. But uh, we would have... Um, uh, the night on Christmas Eve, we were able to choose one present. We got to open one because, like, otherwise we would never sleep. And we got to choose out of any of the ones sitting out. Oh, they wow. never put out the big gift, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And my dad, for probably only two or three years, when I was like six or seven years old, my dad would somehow always entice me toward a certain gift. And for two or three years in a row, when I was five or six years old, whatever. I opened up the gift thinking this this must be the dad's trying to hide it from me. It's got to be the one I want. And somehow he steered me toward it and inside was a banana. <laughs> and I a would Christmas, get a beautiful Christmas <laughs> banana. <laughs> <laughs> and I would get so mad. I no, I, I wasted my one gift on the banana. Why? <laughs> yeah, that was less pleasant. <laughs> um do you wrap all the gifts? Like, are you a gift wrap family, Ken? Yeah, we do, but not necessarily in wrapping paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do tell. It's, it starts off that way, but then it, it kind of gets into... Grocery bags, yeah, toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, uh... yeah, whatever's around. Um, and I'm a terrible... Uh, I, can't, I have never... I'm 48 years old. I don't think I've ever wrapped a gift that I thought, man, that looks beautiful. I really wrapped that well. I'm all about either the gift wrapping or or having somebody else wrap it for me. I'm inept. Yeah, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah, we have... Uh, my my mother-in-law, years ago, like I was saying we have the Old Navy ones and, and the, the stockings from my, yeah. from my aunt. My mother-in-law years ago got us started on something that's just so cool. They are Christmas bags. My mother-in-law is great at sewing. And she has these huge Christmas bags like a kid can fit in one. They're, they're just massive. And they, they're all made out of different Christmas fabrics. And they're gorgeous fabrics. One's green and white striped. And one is, uh, oh, there's one that has the wise men on it. It's dark blue with gold. And it's absolutely gorgeous. And so we, the night before, we go around, we draw numbers, and the kids are able to pick their their stockings first. Then we go in reverse order, and they pick their bag. And we put a little Post-it note on it and where they're going to sit, and we lay out their bag and their uh, stocking. We lay it out to be filled. And then, you know, once the kids go to bed, Santa comes to fill the stocking, Uh and we go around and we fill each of the Christmas bags. And it's the neatest thing. Like that's a big part of the tradition is that we fill up those, those bags. And in the morning, that's what the kids are going to open. That's the big present. So what we'll generally do is we'll do the stockings first. Everybody goes through the stockings and then we go through the big bags and everybody sees kind of whatever the big thing is. And then we go to smaller little gifts to each other or whatever. Yeah. 
But I think that's such a neat thing. And then the other thing is, we only do bags. We don't wrap a darn thing. <laughs> we do Christmas bags, and the kids know when you're getting into it, hey, do not wrinkle that bag. <laughs> that has got to run again for that's next right. year. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Uh, we need to reuse them. To our uh, Facebook uh, crowd, what traditions do you have on presents? Any specific way that you wrap things? Any specific way that you give out gifts? Is there something that everybody gives each other? What do you do family like uh, for your kids? Are you a name drawing family or? We don't know. For our kids, everybody gives to everybody. And there's, you know, there's eight of them, but sometimes they'll, they'll go in together on something, right? Like, oh, okay. uh, and, but, but everybody gives to everybody. Um, Katie and I, with our, you know, with our families of origin, we do, we, we rotate names. So we'll have one of Katie's siblings, one of my siblings uh, each year. And that just, then that rotates. And that's a good way to, um, I don't know, to, to involve your extended family. Uh, but, but within our own, with our kids, everybody gives to everybody just so there's that spirit of giving. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Vanessa's, my wife's family grew up very much and still does. You draw a name of one of the other siblings and that's it. You buy for that really? sibling and nothing else. And I think it was born out of frugality. I'm not sure, yeah, but I'm we sure. still, we still do it. It's here's who you drew. Yeah. And we did that for a while as kids, but it didn't really take this year or not this year with our own kids. We always say buy for someone, don't buy for someone. It's totally up to you. Huh. It's, yeah, we're we're not going to tell you what to do. You do what you want. If you know whatever, you just do it and buy for someone or don't. We we always tell people don't spend a lot of money, kids, on siblings. You know we don't set a limit or anything, but but you know some of the greatest gifts. My kids have done a lot of handmade things for each other. Miles, yeah. uh, who's a great artist, will draw pictures for the other kids. Krista did some crocheting which was just so cool that, you know, she was uh, crocheting for the other kids. Awesome. Uh, Sean Lords, uh, Sean, hello. Sean says, the best gift was going to Disneyland with my parents, brother, aunts, uncles, cousins, and grandparents on Christmas. Wow. Yeah, that's not bad. If you can, uh, if yeah. you can get in on that action. Yeah. <laughs> going on Christmas Day, Christmas morning. Disneyland is a wasteland. It's a ghost land. Oh, I bet. Like it's so empty. By about noon, you don't want to be there anymore. It's a very packed day. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, everybody's home yeah. at first. You right, know, right, but right. They're all doing presents and everything else. And then, uh, you know, then Disneyland gets really busy from that point on. So We had, um, this is another story, but two years ago, we had this really, you know, this the magic of Christmas is really that, that magic of giving. Yeah. And, um, and so it's, it's Christmas Eve and Katie and I are up putting together all the stuff. And it wasn't that late of a, you know, it was no one had ordered a bike or a Lego yeah. thing or something intricate. And so by about 1230, um, we're, we're heading to bed and my parents were, were with us for this Christmas. And so 1230, we had all the lights go to bed. Our kids wake us up about six, so we're getting up and and dragging in. And next to, like you say, you kind of got it sectioned off, right? So each kid's kind of got their area with their stocking and everything. Next to Katie's section is this big bag of mm. clothes, of new clothes, and and she starts pulling it out, and it's like completely her style. 
Like, and Katie's got a very unique style that she, and it's totally her style, all her sizes. And she's pulling it out going, oh my goodness. You know, everyone's going through their Christmas stuff. And I'm looking at it going, what is, where is that? So I, I assume it's my parents. And my mom's like, wow, Santa knows what Katie likes. So I make eye contact with her. And I'm like, oh, did you guys? And she's like, no. Like she's caught off guard. Like, no, we didn't. No, oh my and I gosh. look at my dad and I'm like, no. So then I look over at you know my my older children. Like Abby's in college, and I'm looking at her. I'm like, did you guys? She's like, no. I don't. What is it? I don't. I said it's it's clothes for mom. She's like, no. I'm like, okay. So and Katie's thinking that I did it. So she's looking at me like, I can't believe you. Oh my goodness, look at all these shoes and the. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. So then I start questioning my kids instead of appreciating the magic of it i'm like seriously did you guys seriously. do this and they're Someone like no up i'm like okay but somebody up. gave it to you to get to place here and they're like no i'm like no i know you don't want to ruin it for whoever this anonymous person was but i just need to know did someone give it to you no what no so then i'm, I'm looking around and i'm like no one knows where this came from sean to this day two years later no idea. No way. Somebody came into our house between 1230 and 6. Someone came into they your had, house. So it had to have been someone that knew us well, enough to feel like we can check doors and break into the Craig's house. But they knew Katie's size. They knew her style. They knew what she would love. They had to have looked where to put it. And no one has ever claimed No one has ever claimed it. And Ken, I, that is the craziest story it's I've ever cra- heard. And I put my, I mean, I questioned my kids to the point where they started to get emotional because I didn't believe them. I'm like, okay, okay, back <laughs> off. To this day, someone- Ken, that is beautiful. It is, the, it is, I believe in Santa. I mean, I don't know where it came from. I don't know who did it. I questioned a few people that, that were either close enough neighbors or had the, had the resources, had the finances to say like, we're going to do this for Katie. Because that could not have been cheap. No. And then I think, well, how come I didn't get anything? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was so moved by it. I was so, to this day, Ken's it is one of my favorite that day. favorite <laughs> mysteries. I have no idea oh, where it Ken, came that from. Is, like, that is an so this is kind of an intervention, story. Sean. Did the repairs do this for Katie? <laughs> well, Ken, you know, I, I know so much about women's fashion. <laughs> you know me. No, it's um, it was miraculous. I have no idea where it came wow, from. Isn't gosh. that amazing? Ken, that is one of my favorite stories. Oh, it was, awesome. it was so wonderful. Uh, Jenny Buttle, uh, who she's married to one of my favorite people in the world, Darren, who I grew up with, is just such a good guy. She says, I love how my husband, Darren, uh, gives our boys their main gift. He hides it in the house somewhere and then writes a scavenger hunt for each boy to go find their gift. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> they love it. Even though they're older, they look forward to it each year. That's awesome. I think that that's is a great so tradition. fun. And that's what I love is traditions, just generally. Like I just think traditions are the, I don't know, there's something about it. There's yeah. something about a, the, the things that carry on afterward. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Well, I've got one kind of final thought that uh, that I always get emotional sharing. If there's anything else from any of our listeners, we'd love to hear it. Uh, but I've got I've got one that I think to me it kind of taught me meaning a Christmas kind of thing for me. Yeah. I was uh, about four years old, and maybe three. I might have been three years old, and I loved my grandparents and. It's interesting, you know, uh, a lot of Latter-day Saint families grow up, 
they got all four grandparents really close to them and and then uh you know 50 million cousins <laughs> i have four cousins period <laughs> across both sides of my parents Is that right? i have four first cousins and that's it uh <laughs> that's literally it uh, my my dad's sister had two kids and my mom's sister had two kids and then her other brothers didn't have any kids so I just, and then grandparents wise, one set of grandparents lived in England and Australia my whole life. So I met him four or five times. And then on my dad's side, my grandfather died when I was 11. My grandmother means the world to me. (laughs) As you can imagine, uh, she is everything to me and I just adore her. And she lived in Anaheim, California. That's my love of Disneyland. I grew up going there with them and stuff. And, but when I was about three years old, My grandmother said, uh, she was watching me while my parents were on a trip. She said, I want to take you to the Five and Dimes. Sprouse Reitz is what it was called. Five and Dimes store, which was basically the early version of a drugstore, dollar store, whatever. Uh She said, I'm going to take you and let you choose your own uh, Christmas ornament. You get to choose any ornament you want. I'll buy you an ornament. And we went in there three years old, and I'm looking through the Santas, and I'm looking through the snowman. I'm looking through everything. And there is this mouse, and it's the head of a mouse, and it's a round ball, like a foam, styrofoam ball, and its eyes are two gold sequins, are the eyes, a gold sequin nose, and these massive Dumbo-style gold lame ears. (laughs) This thing looks like it just left, you know, Studio 51, whatever. Like, it just came out of the disco. This thing was, like, so... And and this would have been 1975 or 1976. Total disco. And then it has a gold lame Santa hat. It's the tackiest thing. And then coming out of the back of it, it has a pipe cleaner coming out of the back of it. I mean, it is the tackiest, ugliest thing on earth. And I told my grandmother, I said, Nana, I want that one. I want that mouse. That's my ornament. And she goes, oh, Sean, that thing's going to last like a day. She goes, that is so cheaply built and it's so ugly and so tacky. And I was like, what? <laughs> Nana, you said I could buy whatever. How That's- dare you? <laughs> <laughs> you are dead to me. Um I said, that is what I want. And she begged me, and we probably spent 10 or 15 minutes arguing in Sprouse Reitz about what I was going to get. And she finally said, fine. And she bought it for me. It was probably 50 cents, 99 cents, whatever. And we walked. We were able to walk back from the shopping center back over uh, to her house. And we went back. And when my parents got back from that trip, look what Nana bought me. And I'm sure my parents were like, oh, Great. Last time we sent you to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we put it up on the Christmas tree that year, which was just awesome. And when it was time to take it down, I said, no, I'm going to take this down. I promised Nana that I would take care of this mouse. So I would take it and I'd carefully wrap it up and I'd put it away in the box. And then the next year when we decorate the tree, I'd wait, where's the mouse? Where's the mouse? And I would take such good care of it. And year after year, that mouse became everything to me. And then Vanessa and I got married, and over the years, the nose has fallen off, the pipe cleaner has fallen out of the styrofoam, but other than the nose and the pipe cleaner, it is in pristine condition. That's amazing. And my mother, after my wife and I got married, my mother gave us all of our old ornaments, and I made a special box, not made it, but took a special box just for that mouse. 
And every year as we hang up our ornaments, my grandmother died uh, probably about 15 years ago. And uh, every year I get so emotional. And it's out of respect for her that I love this mouse so much. I take care of it because of her, for her, Mm -hmm. because I promised her when I was three that she would put the faith in me. And all my kids know about it. It's the big deal when we're decorating. They get out the box. They open it up. Dad, here's the mouse. And I put the mouse on a special part of our tree. And every year, it's time to take it down. I put it, take it down. I wrap it up in tissue and I put it away. Gosh, I love Christmas. That's great. And you know, it's it's funny because... When my parents, when I was little, I remember my parents saying, it's not about things. And then you realize it's about things, but not the way you thought it was. Right. Those clothes were things. No. But holy cow, there's magic behind that. Absolutely. It's got to be fun. Whoever it was, the first time they saw Katie wearing something from it. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine the joy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish they knew. I mean, yeah, that's the only way they could know. I mean, how much that meant was... It was really amazing, really magical. Yeah. Well, definitely, I mean, I think the Savior paved the way. It's uh, giving gifts is so much more fun than receiving gifts, no matter what. And uh, it's a magical time. I think that's uh, I think that's going to be our episode this week. <laughs> I <think> yeah. <laughs> I think those were a couple of good stories to wrap up on. And uh, we want to thank you all for tuning in for all of our uh all of our Facebook crowd, thank you for your comments and for tuning in. And uh, for all of our podcast listeners, thank you so much. One more time, if you're looking for an amazing <laughs> gift, <laughs> can I just recommend Faith, Fatherhood, and Food by our very own Ken Gregg. Go to Amazon. You can order it. It's just an amazing collection. It's uh, of short essays, really great stuff to read, some really inspiring that'll make you cry and some that'll have you laughing out loud. Ken, you're a great author. Thank you, Sean. Well, to all of you, we wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. And don't forget the greatest gift of all is Christ uh, in this amazing season. And remember, if you enjoy sharing time, if you could share it with somebody else you know, either on Facebook or get somebody, just have them listen to it, and we'll we'll try to keep sharing good content with yeah. you. Yeah, in the season of giving, you can give them a link to the podcast. It's free. It's free, <laughs> yes. And then they can start watching us on Facebook, and we will give them personal shout-outs as well. <laughs> That's right. so. And our next episode will be in 2020. It'll be next year. Yeah. Literally, hard to believe it. So we'll be back with some New Year's thoughts. Uh, But until then, Merry Christmas. And for the Sharing Time podcast, I'm Sean Rapier. I'm Ken Craig. And we'll see you next time. Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) 